Hi, y'all. Today on the High Performance Clip, we're talking with Jordan Noon, founder of Relativity, a $4.2 billion space company that produces 3D printed rockets. And I asked him on the podcast, what was his greatest fear? He has an interesting answer, an answer that most people wouldn't answer the way that he did so specifically. But again, it's not too uncommon for many of us to feel this way. Let's hop into it with Jordan Noon. What would you say your greatest fear is, Jordan? Greatest fear? Um, I'd say the greatest fear, and I don't even know if I actually have this anymore. Um, I think I found kind of my niche in my lane. And, but my greatest fear, I'd say, would be my skill set not being utilized well. I think I, I enjoy mm. I enjoy what I do. I think I, I've came to realize that I do have a very unique set of skill sets and combination of skill sets that is very rare. Um, and I had, I'd say for a while, like anxiety on those not being applied. And that's part of even for, you know, my, uh, my transition out of relativity, I started to feel less and less at home in the later years where I, I like tinkering at a fairly like low level land, but in a way that's very, you know, uh, business applied, you know, it's how do you turn a novel idea into a business right. then, and kind of apply and scale that it's like a tool building where it's like the business is a tool for kind of scaling a certain, you know, feature or product and things like that. So I, I the tinkering is both on the business and like the technical side. Then, and it was those middle years at Relativity where I felt at times I was just fated to be a middle manager, you know, because you were, I was at that level, you know, you, everyone passes through that, you know, you're a founder on day one, you're a C-level on day one, but you know, you're the only engineer, you're not really acting at a C-level, you know, you're acting as a founder, not a C-level executive. And then you go through those kind of, um, uh, those scaling areas where you go from being the only engineer to then leading a small team of engineers to then managing managers. And then eventually you're managing directors and managing VPs and managing other C-level folk. Then um, there was the middle years there where like my day-to-day -day legitimately, other than on like the fundraising side, was actually at the middle manager level. Like you always pass through that. And that is, I think I've came to realize for me, I like the high level of the strategic direction and the novel idea implementation. I love the tinkering. And I hate that middle manager phase of, of growth then because for me, I felt that my entire life was, you know, going through, um, you know, Gantt charts, budgets, program, like kind of program management level work. And that I very much came to realize is, is not for me. Yeah. And, and that's where I felt that fear the most, which was I wasn't, you know, trying to implement new ideas. I wasn't executing on the technical work developed like directly i was literally you know micro optimizing gantt charts and program plans and tracking to make sure that our growth was on track on you know the rocket development at the time for relativity then and i i felt a very strong frustration there and where that fear was but i i will say now like um i've executed on a couple projects that um i've worked on some of the most amazing hardware in the world kind of the most amazing projects in the world um i'm 30 now or 30 I'm 30 now. That's about as I'm forgetting for a second. <laughs> but I turned 30 in um in November. Then that at least for me, like I've worked on those projects and found kind of a lane, uh, especially on the investment side for me, kind of post relativity, where I get to work with founders on day one, then help support, uh, support them, support their growth. Then um, in a way that that's the phase of company and idea that I really love working on. How do you turn a cool idea into a company? Then and develop both simultaneously. And at this point, I'd say I'm I'm fairly uh, not in a way where I'm I'm lazy, but I'm satisfied. 
like that fear of finding kind of my place and way to apply my skills has been um, satisfied. There you go, you guys. What does a billion dollar space tycoon fear? And Jordan had a very unique, but not too uncommon answer, I don't think. It was his skill set not being utilized. And I think this, the root of that is really the fulfillment that you find in your natural abilities and talents to give to the world. If we could articulate that a little bit differently. And I look at my greatest fear and I compare it to Jordan's here. My greatest fear is the fear of a half-lived life, which means a life that isn't fulfilled. It means a life where I let fear or mediocrity get in the way of what I really wanted to do in life. And this is very much where Jordan reverts to when asked this question because he said the time when his fear was the greatest was when he was in a position and he felt mediocrity the most, the middle years, being a middle manager, doing mundane things. That is when the presence of that fear became stronger and stronger. And it's unfortunate, but I think a lot of people in life, they settle for this mediocrity because of living a life that for whatever reason, their experience and society has taught them that they should live and not truly going after their dreams. So you look at Jordan's story and Jordan was the youngest person ever to launch an actual rocket into space, to lead a group to launch a rocket into space. He did it when he was 20 years old at his university. And so he started out in life not thinking small. He started out in life thinking very big and going after those big dreams and goals. And in the episode here, you heard that he's just now 30 years old, which isn't even that old. And he's already built a $4.2 billion company that is on the cusp of tech and innovation. And of course, an individual like this, when they're doing mediocre and mundane things, they're going to feel a stronger fear of not using his full skill set on a regular basis. And I urge anybody that is living a life where it is half lived or you're not using your skill sets that you were born with to its fullest potential, then to tap into that and start doing that more often as soon as possible. And even if you have to start on a weekly basis, say your superpower and your skill set is sewing or knitting, you can do that on a weekly basis to to find some time, even if you're the busiest individual and single mother in the world, you can find some time and then do those skill sets with your family. Bring the people you love into those skill sets and do it more and more and more. The path to a truly fulfilling life, you guys, is to use those skill sets that we were given. Maybe it's singing, maybe it's playing an instrument, maybe it's starting a business, maybe it's traveling the world, maybe it's just helping others because of a a uh, horrible experience you had as a child. And the more we use that, the more we get to actually give to the world and live fulfilling lives. And I think Jordan nailed it on the head when he talked about his greatest fear, which is really inherently the greatest fear of all of us. You guys, if you haven't listened to the full episode with Jordan, I highly recommend it. It's episode number 558. 
a $4.2 billion company that 3D prints rockets. And if you like what you're hearing or love what you're hearing, please subscribe, leave us a review, and share with your friends. We do these high-performance clips multiple times in between interviews, and now we are interviewing billion-dollar founders on a regular basis. So please subscribe and let us know how you like the show. Thank you.